Hello all, and welcome to another episode of King's Cat. <gasps> oh no. I forgot about the turkey! Run the intro! Crisis averted. Hello, everybody, from our auditory audience to our visual viewers, because, frankly, there's no other way to enjoy this. If you're smelling the show, well, then you're doing it wrong. Welcome to another episode of King's Chaos. I am your host, Kyle Pepitone, a.k.a. the Kingpin, parentheses, of spades. And today, I am joined with... Oh, wait. Wait, that's right. I, did, I wasn't able to get a guest for this episode. So, it's a... It's just me today, so why don't I tell you a little bit about myself and a little bit about what we're going to do. As you know, my name is Kyle Peptone, and I run the radio show King's Chaos here on WMSC. In my show, we talk about a variety of different topics. We've covered music and video games so far in the past two weeks, and today we're going to be talking about holidays. Why, you ask? Well, because today is Thanksgiving at the time of this airing unless you're watching it on a different platform later in which Thanksgiving would have already passed or maybe you're watching it really late and tomorrow is the Thanksgiving for next year. Any way you put it, Thanksgiving will be coming up for you. But since we are in that Thanksgiving season right now, I decided today would be a good day to talk about a bunch of different things about holidays. Because we just came out of Halloween, we're in Thanksgiving now, and then after Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, followed by New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, uh, even April Fool's Day in April. And yes, April Fool's Day is a real holiday. I would tell you, if you don't agree, you can angry tweet me, but I don't have an active Twitter account that I use, so sorry. But today, uh, in this show, we're going to be running through the history of some holidays. Um, maybe run through some traditions what I do at um, during summer holidays and maybe I don't have a way for you guys to tell me what you do in the holidays but I'll figure that one out and if you want to feel free to find a way to tell me what your holiday traditions are and then we're going to at the end make our own holiday and you'll see why in a second or you'll see why in a couple of minutes actually and if we have time, maybe I'll throw in a few holiday tunes. Who knows? But I figured since we're in Thanksgiving currently, the best way to start off our show would be to talk about Thanksgiving and the history of it. But as I thought more about it, I'm like, is that really worth it? Because everybody knows the story of Thanksgiving already. It's when uh, actor Tom Hanks started giving out his extra food to the people around him. First his actor friends, then his community, then to his state, then to the country, and then he was able to feed the whole world with all the leftover food that he had. I mean, that is why it is called Thanksgiving, because of Tom Hanks. T. Hanks. Put that together, you get 
thanks. And what was thanks doing? He was giving food to people. So, by process of elimination or some kind of logic, you get thanksgiving. Or something like that. I, I don't know. That's what I have written here. That's what I wrote down for this show on my outline. You can't see it. You can't even see me if you're listening on an auditory platform. But trust me, I'm here and so is my outline. But I wrote, that's the story I've been told for Thanksgiving. So I don't understand. I don't know how wrong it could be. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, what else? Why else would it be called Thanksgiving if not because of Tom Hanks? So I know some people are under the impression that you have to be that you go around and say what you're thankful for or say what you're grateful for, but that doesn't make sense because if you went around and said what you were grateful for, why wouldn't it be called greatsgiving or great saying? See, it doesn't make sense. So the only possible way is Thanksgiving because of Tom Hanks, T. Hanks. That's the only logical explanation for the name of the holiday that I can come up with. But if you have another... One, you're entitled to your belief, and you can't angry tweet me because, like I said, I don't have a Twitter account. Sorry about that. But the next logical holiday to move on to after Thanksgiving is, of course, the one, the only, Groundhog's Day. Give give or take a few months. But, as we all know, Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, as we all know, Groundhog's Day is the day celebrated on February 2nd when the groundhog comes out of its hole and tells us, the humans, if we're going to have a longer winter or an earlier spring. I was kind of debating the accuracy of a groundhog, but in my research for this episode, I found out that 90% of all groundhogs graduated from MIT. So, I cannot, who am I to argue with that? If they graduated from MIT, they must know what they're doing. But I also found that in my research, uh, Groundhog's Day was first created in 1887. That is 133 years ago, which seems like a lot, but in comparison to other holidays is relatively short. I mean, look at Christmas. That was created well over a thousand years ago, and they had to change their counting system because of it. They ran out of years and like, oh no, what do we do now? Um, hey, that guy's born. We'll start counting up this time. This way we won't run out of numbers. And now that I say that, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. But now that I say that, like, what year did they start off in? In BC or BCE, whatever you refer to it as. But numbers never end. So they had to start counting backwards from somewhere. But where... (laughs) I know people talk like like 300 million years ago, 400 million years ago. Ten, I, I don't know what the highest number is. Maybe it's like 30 million years ago. But where do you start when you're counting down the years? Like now that we're going up, obviously we'll never stop because numbers never end. We'll never reach the pinnacle or the end of number. We'll never get to a year and be like, oh no, we got to start counting down again. So something to think about. When did years start when they were counting backwards? Anyway, back to Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day was created by a man named Clymer Freeze in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and was first celebrated by the businessmen and hunters of the Punxsutawney Groundhog's Club. 
Yes, that is a real thing. At least it was 133 years ago. Now, since the we just came out of uh, Halloween, why don't we talk about the history of that? I'm sure that's quite interesting. Why do people dress up in funny costumes and walk around? I mean, the way I see it as all our lives, our parents tell you to be yourself and don't accept candy from strangers. And then August 3rd, October 31st runs around and everyone's like, hey, dress up as somebody you're not and go door to door accepting candy from people you don't know. Kind of seems a bit hypocritical if you ask me, but you know what? It's free candy. I'm not going to argue. But Halloween originated from the Celtic holiday of Samhain, which was meant to celebrate the beginning of the winter season, which isn't exactly what we do now with Halloween, but it still falls in that time because the Samhain was celebrated around the 30, October 31st to the 1st of November. During this celebration, the Celts believed that the boundaries between the real world and the spiritual world were blurred, allowing spirits to cross over into our world. And in order to prevent that and ward off the spirits, the Celts would dress up in costumes and light fires to scare away the spirits. Then, when Pope Gregory III themed November 1st as All Saints Day back in the 700s, the, event, the evening prior became known as All Hallows Eve, which we call today as Halloween which I think is actually pretty interesting because not only are we celebrating the day before All Saints Day, we're still incorporating different aspects of the Celtic holiday of the Samhain. We still dress up in costumes and we celebrate. I don't know about so much about lighting fires. We've kind of replaced fires with candy, so some could say that's better, some could say that's worse. But I think that's really interesting because it's not an original holiday per se. It was based off of a different nationality, a different tradition from other people. But we kind of took it into our own and it's become such a mainstream holiday that's celebrated worldwide. We have so many different festivals and parties and specials. I mean, look at all the Halloween movie specials. There's a movie called Halloween. Well, there's... Ooh, ooh. Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Secret of the Witch, Return of Michael Myers. There's quite a few Halloweens, and I think they're coming out with a sequel to the reboot. I don't know. I watched a YouTube video on it. The whole Halloween timeline is just a mess. So, obviously, after Halloween, the next logical holiday to go to is Groundhog's Day. Give or take a few months. But, as we all know... Groundhog's Day is the day celebrated on February 2nd, where the groundhog pops out of his hole and tells us, the humans, if we have a late winter, or a longer winter, or an earlier spring. And I was kind of debating, like, how accurate a groundhog could be, but in my research for this episode, I found out that about 90% of all groundhogs graduated from MIT. So, I, I can't argue with that. Who am I to argue with that? They clearly know what they're talking about. They've got their credentials. But, in my research, I also found out that Groundhog's Day was first created in eight, February 2nd, 1887. That's 133 years ago. Which, yes, seems long from where we are now, but compare about it to other holidays like Christmas, which was created well over a thousand years ago. 
they had to change their counting system of years when that holiday came about. Which, now that I say that, makes me wonder, where did they start counting from in BC or BCE times? Like, people talk about 5 million years ago, 6 million years ago, 30 million years ago. When did that start? When did... When was the world created and whoever created the world, whatever your beliefs are, who said, okay, we're going to start at this number and count all the way down from there? Maybe they didn't think we would get that far. I don't know. But I, I'm so interested in what that first year was in BCE times. Was it like 1,390,420,562,869 BCE? Maybe. Maybe more. Could be less. I don't know. Because that's the thing. Numbers are infinite. So now that we're in common era times or after death times, which I don't think that's the actual meaning of what AD is. It's something like year of our Lord. At least that's what I learned back in uh, Sunday school on a Monday. Don't worry about the logistics of that. But now that in the common era, we are counting upward. So we're never going to end until we all return to dust. But we're never going to reach the end of numbers and be like, oh no, we got to start counting down again. So where? Where did they start? That, that's just something to think about. But back to Groundhog's Day. What I found in Groundhog's Day is that it was created in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania by a man named Clymer Freeze and was first celebrated by the businessmen and hunters of the Punxsutawney Groundhog's Club. Yes, that is a real thing. At least back then it was. And, of course, we have Maximum Day, which was created in 2016 on May 6th when I uploaded my first YouTube video that has long since been deleted. But Maxim Day still stands as May 6th. And, of course, the most important holiday of all... What did I have written down? The Super Bowl? Super Bowl Sunday is... Credited as a holiday? Well, then why wouldn't you make Super Bowl Sunday on a Monday so I can have a three-day weekend? I mean, I don't watch the game, but I would appreciate another day off for it. That seems like a missed opportunity. You could have given everybody another day off if you just put Super Bowl Sunday on the Monday. NFL, uh, hmm, missed opportunity there. Call me. I, I, I got some ideas for you. But, so that's the history of some holidays. I didn't want to obviously go through all of them because I'd be here for quite a while. I mean, New Year's, the calendar resets. History right there. Valentine's Day, St. Valentine. St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick. April Fool's Day, the world is too serious. We need a day to play jokes. First day of June is the first day of June. That one's right in the name. But I do want to preface, the information I found about Halloween and Groundhog's Day came from History.com. Everything else came from my insane ramblings. <laughs> Except, um, yeah, no, everything else, my nuthead. Um, but now that we've looked at several holidays... We have to look at something interesting because we talk about Thanksgiving, not celebrated on any specific day, third or last Thursday of every November. Could be the 21st, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 20th, 30th. What? The, it could be anywhere from like 
the 20s to 30s, which is odd way of looking at it. But then you have Valentine's Day, New Year's, Christmas, all celebrated on different days, February 14th, January 1st, and December 25th, respectively. But then you get President's Day and Martin Luther King Day, which are Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which are celebrated on Mondays, almost always. And what else? What other holidays are there that are on some wacky days? The one and only Easter, which can happen anywhere between like March 22nd and April 20th. That's a month range for a holiday to happen, and it's not even within the same month. So why is that? Why are some holidays on certain days of the week? Why are some holidays on certain days? And why are some holidays celebrated whenever the heck they feel like it? Hmm, funny you should bring that up because I did research on that. But I'm going to take you through what I thought the answer was um, before I researched it. I thought certain holidays were celebrated on certain days of the week because, well, they just felt like it. They had a couple different committees planning when holidays should be, and they really didn't communicate with each other that much. So one committee was going off of days of the week, another committee was going off of calendar dates, and the people planning Easter, I don't know what they were doing, but they, they did not bring up a consistent schedule at all. But the real reason that all holidays are celebrated on different times is mainly because of what kind of holidays they are. So Sundays used to be considered, or kind of still are, but back then were really considered holy days. So like those were holidays on itself. Every Sunday was almost considered a holiday. So that's why a lot of religious holidays are um, celebrated on certain days, like December 25th, Easter Sunday. Not Halloween. Halloween's not that much of a religious holiday, at least Christian-wise. It's not a religious holiday, but All Saints Day is, which is November 1st. So I guess you can argue Halloween is as well. But yes, like I said, some holidays are tied to certain days, some for religious reasons, some for other reasons, but mostly because of religion. Now, the other holidays that are more tied so to days of the week are because some holidays revolve around a five-day work week. So some holidays fall on specific days, like President's Day on a Monday, Thanksgiving on a Thursday, but it's all, most of those holidays are put on specific days to give people a longer weekend. Now, Thanksgiving was always bouncing around throughout November, sometimes even mid-October, as my research has told me. But it wasn't until Abraham Lincoln came along and he said, okay, We've got en enough confusion with Easter. Let's tie down Thanksgiving to a certain day of the week. And so he did that. But that's really how holidays are planned. Those are really the two major types of holidays. Um, or at least, yeah, major types of holidays, days of the week, dates. And then Easter is 40 days after Ash Wednesday. So that's why, and Ash Wednesday doesn't have a specific date either, except for Wednesday. So that's why Easter as bouncing around a little bit because of Ash Wednesday, which is also bouncing around a little bit. But a big thing of holidays that a lot of people, or almost everyone, does is traditions. Everybody has their own traditions that they go year after year doing to celebrate the holidays. And like I said, I'll be running through some of my traditions for you guys. And if 
I knew a way I would love to hear what traditions you guys celebrate or what traditions you guys go through when celebrating certain holidays. But this one isn't really tied to any specific holiday, but this first one is something that in my couple, nearly two decades of life, this is something I've never understood that my family does. My father's side of the family on certain holidays and maybe even just random visits likes to put raisins in meatballs. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it. I'm not a huge raisin fan. That would get me some angry tweets if I had a Twitter. I know that. My family considers me nuts for not liking raisins, for not liking peanut butter, for not liking bananas, but they're just not... I don't know. I don't like them. I like grapes, though, which is weird because a raisin is just a dried-out grape. I don't know. Maybe it's the juiciness of the grape, the fact that it's colder and refrigerated that I like more. But, yes, they throw raisins in meatballs. I don't understand it. None of my friends understand it. And, frankly, I'm not sure if my family understands it. (laughs) But one that is more tied down to a specific holiday is Christmas Eve. Every uh, Christmas Eve, we would, me, my family, and then my, basically my entire father's side of the family would all gather at my grandmother's house, and we would have a meal and open gifts. Now, the only issue with that is that we're usually done by 8 (laughs) p.m. So, yeah, because... My family likes to do a lot of things early. I know myself, personally, love being to things early. I show up to classes pretty much an hour early when I can. Call me nuts, but I just like to have that time to, like, kind of just get myself situated and prepared for what's about to come next. Not that it's usually anything bad. I just need mental transition period. But, so we... We were at my grandparents for a few hours, kind of like from like three, usually to like eight or nine. It's I know it's early, especially for an Italian family, but we go through things quick, lickety split. We most of the time, holidays or not, we go from dinner and immediately on to dessert. We've got no grace period, except at the beginning when we say grace, but that's something entirely different. But what we used to do, we still do this. Um, we still go to my grandma's for Christmas Eve. We've had a lot, our roster of people have been increasing quite a lot, but I don't know how we're going to do it this year, if at all. But what we used to do back when I was a wee little lad, (laughs) yes, because I'm so old and mature now, but what I used to do when I was a kid, like single digit year olds, um, my uncle used to dress up as Batman and he would come in and he would kind of, I don't know what he, I don't know if he gave us gifts or anything like a Batman Santa, but he would just come in in a Batman uniform and, you know, he would be Batman. And you know what? I don't have a problem with that. That's super cool. I love that and I kind of miss that he stopped doing it. What we used to do is, um, we used to go to my gr- other side of the family, my other grandparents for Christmas, but we haven't done that a lot recently, like even pre-quarantine and lockdown and stuff. We haven't done that in a couple of few years. I don't know the reason why. We just really haven't, but 
what we used to do there, we used to get, we used to eat there, gifts, same thing as Christmas Eve, just on the actual day of Christmas. So that, that was always cool. We got to see both sides of the family throughout the two-day periods. But what we've done in the last few years is we've either gone on vacation, um, like we've gone to Maryland um, last year and like three years ago. We've gone to the same place twice. And as cold as it is, it's very nice. We stay at, um, I forget the name of the hotel, but it's a very nice hotel. It's like grand and huge, obviously, as most hotels are. But they've got this whole lobby thing with like places to eat, escalators, sports bars, all that. But what they what 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 we've gone there for the last two years, what the main attraction was, is every year they do this huge ice sculpture exhibit based on a different theme. So one year it was, I think last year was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and then oh, and then three years ago was Charlie Brown, and it is frigid in there. I mean, it's literally an entire almost tent made of completely of ice except like the walls and stuff. But it's colored ice sculptures, slides and moving things and it obviously they have to keep it cold so the ice doesn't melt and you're just swimming in a pool. But it's so frigid, but it's so beautiful. They give you these heavy jackets, you're waddling around like a penguin. But it's so worth It's such a beautiful sight. And both years we went, they've had the um, nativity scene made completely out of ice at the very end, which was always just a sight to look at. But it wasn't colored, so it was kind of hard to make out details. But you could tell it was the nativity. So that's always nice. And it's always nice getting out into the actual freezing cold weather and being like, huh, this is a lot warmer. <laughs> so there's uh, nothing but pluses for those amazing ice sculptures. So, and then the day after, we would usually go on Christmas, spend some time there. And then the day after, we would wander around Washington, D.C. Because there's always some things to do there. We didn't want to exactly go home just yet. But we've gone to the um, Air and Space Museum last year. The day after, we went to Maryland on the Christmas. And, yeah, we went to the Air and Space Museum on December 26th in Washington, D.C. And that is a stunning sight as well. Nothing there is made out of ice. So... But the engineering behind it is so amazing and the it's so interesting to hear all those space facts. Space is I love space, but as cool as space is, it is terrifying. It's a vast nothingness of things we don't know. And I feel the same way about our oceans, because we don't know anything about what's down there. So yeah, after we would wander around Maryland and then DC, we always stopped at Cracker Barrel on our way home. And say what you want about Cracker Barrel. It might you might like it, you might not like it, but I I don't really. It's not about the food. It's that I just love being there. There's something about the atmosphere. It being the start of winter break, you've got no worries in the world. Just it's Cracker Barrel has become like a haven, ha haven heaven for me. It's just a nice experience. If the food's good, if the food's not, I personally like it. I, I found some good things on the menu that I actually genuinely enjoy, but you're entitled to say what you want. You can like Cracker Barrel, you can hate it. I don't care. I just like the atmosphere of it. Being there, it's 5 o'clock, so in the winter, the sun's down. You're almost home, but you're just stopping for that nice bite to eat. And also, they've got that peg game where you have to jump pegs and remove them and try to get one standing left. Haven't beaten it yet, but... 
<laughs> Maybe in a couple of years I can try again and <laughs> I'll prove them. I'll prove my family wrong. I am a genius. I am smart. Sometimes. When, when it counts, I'm smart. No, I'm not. But that was our usual Christmas tradition. And it was kind of nice. It's a shame that we might not get to do it this year because, you know, of circumstances. <laughs> but I don't know. Obviously, we're probably not going to be able to get to unless by some Christmas miracle, the world goes back to normal in the next month, which... I'm keeping my hopes up, but it's highly unlikely. But I'm going to miss those. And then uh, I know I kind of skipped over Thanksgiving. I probably should have started with that because, you know, that's today. But Thanksgiving, it would pretty much be a flip-flop of Christmas. Instead of going to my grandparents' house, we would have both sides come here and we would celebrate. We would basically eat a meal, um and then eat dessert, and then everyone would go home. It's nothing spectacular, pretty standard stuff, but as an Italian family, we always start off with a pasta dish. And by we, I mean everybody else but me. Me, or ah, uh, yeah, me. For me, the pasta dish was the dinner. <laughs> I would just stuff my face with stuffed shells, and I wouldn't eat anything else. But yeah, stuffed shells would be like the be-all, end-all for my Thanksgiving dinner. Nothing else. I ate nothing else. I'm not a fan of turkey, so missing out on that never bothered me. I'd have a little bit of mashed potatoes and um, stuffed shells. No, not mashed potatoes. We've already established that I've had stuffed shells. I've had quite a lot of them. I'm probably like more stuffed shells than I am skin and bones at this point. And that's saying something because I am all skin and bones. I'm. You can see my ribs. Like, I don't even have to suck in or anything. You can see my ribs. But yeah, so that's my Thanksgiving Christmas traditions. And now, this is actually the first year that we've actually put up lawn lights. Like, we've put up Christmas lights, not around our house, but on our front lawn. And <laughs> I got to tell you, the foot traffic has just been insane. And the actual traffic, too. There are cars lining up down the block. To see the 12 little lights we put out on our front lawn. It's it's incredible. I'm, I'm sure there are people out there right now just oogling at the lights. Even though they're not on. Because it's like, at the time of recording this, it's two, it's midday. So that's the first half of the holiday season. And then, we don't do this anymore sadly. But every New Year's Eve, our family friends from Brooklyn would come down and see us. And we would celebrate. We would usually go out to eat at a place like Nona's or that's the only place I can remember eating is Nona's but we would go out to eat there and then they would come back we would all hang out and then at midnight or closer to when it got close to midnight we would all sit around and watch the ball drop and then they would sleep over and then we'd get up in the morning and then we'd leave it like two me and uh, the family friend their kid my age We'd mostly play video games most of the time. We played, I know we played a lot of Mario Super Sluggers on the Wii. Wii Mini Golf. Wii Bowling. <sighs> Simpler times. Like, I, like reminiscing about video games like I did last week is, always gets me going. <laughs> I love doing it. Like, thinking about the simpler times. Like, 
Remember when the Wii was a thing? Remember when Wii Sports was the rage and everyone played it and Wii Bowling was undisputably the best sports game out there? I'm sorry, I'm bleeding into last week's topic. But yeah, they don't really come over much anymore. Kind of like, because their son has gone off to college. I've gone off to college. Kind of. I'm currently in college, but not on campus. Because, you know, circumstances. But yeah, I admit, a lot of the holiday traditions we've stopped doing. Not because of quarantine and lockdown or anything, but... Just in years before, we just they've kind of faded out into obscurity, and that's a bit unfortunate. But that's really all the holiday traditions I have that I can think of. I mean, those are the main holidays most people have traditions for. I know there's like Valentine's Day, families will do stuff maybe, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, they've got their own parade, so that's a tradition right there. April Fool's, I don't know many people who celebrate it, which is a shame because... That's probably my favorite holiday. It's a day about jokes. And there's nothing that describes me more than jokes. <laughs> so I, I want a petition for April Fools to start being celebrated more. Is that possible? Can we do that? And just, just go out. Just do a quick little pull my finger prank on people. There, you celebrate April Fools. Just that little something can make April Fools into a real officially recognized taken seriously holiday <laughs> no it can't it's a day about jokes it can't be taken seriously so yeah those are about all i have for holiday traditions but i'm gonna play a bit of holiday music right now if i can find any thanksgiving songs we'll play those but we're definitely going to throw on some christmas music to get you into that holiday spirit so if you're listening to radio you're going to have quite a few minutes of nice toony music going on but if you're listening Literally anywhere else, you're going to get a wonky jump cut, which is no different than most of these episodes. I cut them up, so you're, you get a lot of wonky jump cuts. But this one's going to be a significant gap between the wonky jump cuts. See you in a few. So now that we've talked about uh, the history of holidays, how holiday, why certain holidays are the way they are in terms of scheduling, and what I've done in terms of holiday traditions, which... That last section probably would have been a good part to have, like, a guest with. You know, like, hey, I do this for the holidays. What do you do? But, mm, hindsight's twenty twenty. But now that we're here and we're talking about holidays, I remember a book I read, or was read to, back in the day, years and years ago. Like, kindergarten or first grade, maybe. And there was some kind of book. That was titled something along the lines of, Why Doesn't August Have a Holiday? And I've that's stuck with me for years now. I've always thought about it. Like, when thinking about holidays, nobody really ever says there's one in August. Like, you've got New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, April Fool's, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Fourth of July, um, Memorial Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. But... Like, in terms of those kind of holidays, there's nothing really from August. Like, obviously, there's a national holiday every day, but you can't have a holiday every day or they stop becoming holidays. But there's no day in August, and it's it's sad. So I figured today we would create a holiday. I mean, I already have experience creating holidays. I've created 
Maximum Day on May 6th when I uploaded my first YouTube video to Kingpin. And if you're interested, you can check out the channel, but you can't check out that first video. It got deleted a long time ago, and I don't even know if I have it anymore. But I, I still do post videos on my YouTube channel, and if you're interested, you can check out this episode of King's Chaos and many other videos at KYNG-PIN on YouTube. But only if you want. I'm not forcing your hand. But, so since I have experience creating holidays, why and what's one more? As long as you don't get carried away with it, you can, have, you can create a holiday if you feel like it. So, I have a list of requirements that a holiday needs. Number one, it needs a date. We've talked about holidays that are on certain days of the week. We've talked about holidays that are on certain calendar days. And we've talked about the special case that is Easter, and technically Thanksgiving as well. So, I was thinking, we don't want a boring date, like, oh, October 13th is the day we celebrate this holiday. Or the... Or every first day of... Or every first Monday of August, we celebrate this. No, instead, we're going to go along the routes of the Easter route. Yes, we're going to go along the route. We're going to go along the path of the Easter route. We're going to go along the Easter route. How hard is that to say? <laughs> so, this particular holiday in August is celebrated on the second Sunday of every August, unless it is a leap year. Then it is celebrated on the third Monday of August. I think that's a little unique. I think it'll get our holiday out there, and I think pe we'll get people to recognize it. Now, in addition to a date, it needs something to be called, obviously. We have, nobody just says, oh, happy December 25th. They say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Nobody says happy third, uh, third Wednesday. Nobody says happy third Thursday in November. No, they say happy Thanksgiving. Nobody says happy October 30th. Oh, you get the point. So we need a name for this. And I think the name and the reason we're celebrating should be should go hand in hand. Obviously, you don't want to name it something ridiculous and have the celebration be a complete 180 from that. So, I decided we call the holiday Nula Nula for short or Nula Nula Augustula, which roughly translates to no no in Latin as in no holiday no, no holiday in August. And by roughly translates, I mean very close to not at all. It's rougher than sandpaper. Nulum is no in Latin, so no, no kind of translates to nula, nula. And I just drew in the Augustula for fun. So nula, nula, Augustula is celebrated on the second Sunday of August, unless there's a leap year. And the reason we celebrate it it is because the and the reason we celebrate is because August is the only month that doesn't have a large holiday behind it as far as I know I could be wrong but in my research I didn't see something along the lines of Valentine's Day New Year's Christmas something like that but I could be wrong but we celebrate Nula Nula Augustula for not having a holiday in August and you celebrate Nula Nula Augustula by doing nothing at all. 
you celebrate by not celebrating. Because if you celebrate, then it becomes a holiday. And then August has a holiday. And then celebrating a holiday for August not having a holiday doesn't make any sense. And then you create a paradox. And then the universe collapses in on itself. So you have to do your very best on Nula Nula Augustula to not celebrate. If you even acknowledge the holiday, you put the entire fabric of the universe at jeopardy. So really, nothing changes. We've got a holiday that can't be officially recognized, but very soon might be. There might not be a universe next in the next eight months. Please, guys, whatever you do, do not recognize Nula Nula Augustula as a holiday. You'll, you'll, you'll tear apart the fabric of reality. Or maybe then again, August doesn't need a holiday. Who knows? Maybe it should, maybe it shouldn't. That's up to you. If you want to celebrate August, if you want to celebrate Nula Nula Augustula, be my guest. Just know you're putting the fabric of the universe in jeopardy. But as we wrap up our show, I don't have a guest to, um, you know, share a royalty recommends with. So, I guess I'm, I, I'm the only one who can do it today, so let's start off and jump right into royalty recommends. So, my royalty recommends for this week is very similar to um, what I said during my radio test in order to get this show. It's another YouTube channel, but that's the problem. That's really all I do is I work and I procrastinate on work. It's a very confusing cycle. But that's why today's royalty recommends made it to the top spot in why I'm recommending it. It is called... It is a art YouTube channel called Popcross Studios, and the guy who runs it, um, <clears throat> the guy who runs it, he does a bunch of drawings. He does a lot of digital art, mostly like mashups between like, what if DC characters were Mandalorians, something like that. And it's really cool, and he writes stories behind it. And I love a good speed art to begin with, so he got me hooked right there. And lore and the story writing is actually very good. It's very detailed and very connected, but. I, that is my royalty recommends for today. That's the thing I've been watching pretty much all week. And it's not just him, but like art channels as a whole. Like I mentioned with Benny Productions during my test. Their art channels like this are very entertaining, number one. But also very inspiring because I do, I'm an art student. As I've said in previous King's Cast episodes and pretty previous YouTube videos. I am... An art major so I study art and doing a lot of something can cause it to get tedious after a while and even in the most die-hard of hobbies some people can be like okay I just need to take a little bit of a break from this channels like this inspire me to keep like doing it like I want to get better and I want to be able to draw or do artwork like that so it inspires me to have fun while doing it but also to practice more and get better so once again, if you're interested, you can check out Popcross Studios on YouTube. It's a very fun art account, and I honestly enjoy all of the work he's doing. And that's all I have for you today. 
Thank you all so much for watching. This concludes another episode of King's Chaos where we talked about holidays, the history of holidays, why holidays are scheduled the way they are, and created Nula Nula Augustula, the one holiday that August has. Make sure to get your festivities ready for that for the second Sunday of August in 2021. That's all I have for you today. Stay, be sure to stay tuned in for the rest of WMSC, and I will see you in approximately seven days. Goodbye!